Now, flood-displaced residents in Auckland are worried about how their homes will be valued for a shared buyout scheme, with the council admitting right now it's got no idea what formula it will use. In June, the Cyclone Recovery Minister revealed basic details of a voluntary buyout that will be funded by the government and councils for owners of so-called Category 3 properties. Now, these are properties at risk of future extreme weather and they are too unsafe to return to. After missing an early earlier deadline, the government and council are still negotiating how the bill will be split. Auckland Council's group recovery manager, Matt Tucker, expects an agreement will be reached by the new deadline at the end of the month, but he concedes a valuation formula could be a lot further off. That piece of work isn't complete yet, Lisa. Um, the, the, there are people in all of the regions working on that work, on, on that piece of work. So Auckland are working in collaboration with both Tyrafferty and um, and the Hawke's Bay on, on what that might look like. And also we're drawing on um, precedents that have been set elsewhere in, in Queensland in particular to, to try and establish how we might do that. And of course, Christchurch. Buyouts in Christchurch from red zone areas after the quakes, they use the most recent um, rating valuations. So why don't you just do that? Yes, they did, uh, and that's one option. The, the, there's examples where um, actual individual valuations have been done in these circumstances as well, where you know professional valuers have, have gone to homes and, and reached agreed values one by one. Um, so there's, there's other ways of doing it rather than the Christchurch experience. So when can people expect a decision on that? Because if, uh, if the government and the council is reaching a decision on who's picking up the tab and how much of it by the end of the month, residents are waiting to get moving. So when are you going to have a formula for the valuations? I couldn't speak on the, the totality of the process. As I've said, it's bigger than just Auckland. So it, it wouldn't be a case of Auckland just coming to a conclusion in isolation, that there is that collaboration needed both centrally and with the other regions. I just want to uh, uh, go back over this. So, as I said, red zones use the most recent rate valuation. You said there's been cases where people have had individual valuers come to a consensus about the worth of the property. I mean, what other options are there? How come this is so hard? Uh, th- those are the two that spring to mind. I can't think are they of, the only of, two that you are considering, Matt? They are two options. I, I haven't in front of me got a whole suite of options that I could dis- discuss with you in terms of home valuation. Um, it's, Lisa, the, just simply the identification of, of Category 3 homes uh, or any category of home for that matter is incredibly complicated. Um, it take flooding, for example, a, a, a home that's been affected by flooding. The um, identifying and then being able to sort of robustly explain why a home has been classified as category three is really, really important. Really important that we get the sort of the science and the engineering right, because clearly there's going to be people that are comfortable with being classified as category three, but also those that are not. And we need to be able to really robustly explain and defend, for want of a better word, why we think a home is category three. In an urban urban environment like Auckland, that's extremely difficult. There's thousands of homes that we literally need to assess one by one to, to categorize them.
Yeah, and residents are worried about the valuations in particular. So I suppose if I put it another way, can you give them an an assurance that whatever buyout is offered, they will be able to buy like for like? Do you agree that that should be the goal? I, I, I couldn't give you an opinion on, on that being a sort of central founding principle of the buyout process. Uh, speaking what use to you is today, it to Lisa? them, Matt? What use is it to them if they get a buyout where they can't possibly buy a home that meets their needs or replaces the one that they have lost? Seems to defeat yeah. the purpose, really. Yeah, I agree. And, and I'm not saying that's likely to be an outcome. I'm, I'm just saying to you that the... The the buyout process is is not yet sufficiently developed that I can share it with you. If you were expecting that there'll be an agreement on how the bill is split between the government and councils by the end of this month, how long before these people have valuations for Category 3 homes? Can they expect a decision by Christmas and a number by Christmas? Oh, I don't think I would be too uncomfortable saying that people who had been told that they were Category 3 would be well down the process of understanding what that meant from a buyout perspective by Christmas. Well, that's different to being given a number and being made an offer. Will that happen by Christmas? It's situation specifically. So this is an iterative process. Uh, in Auckland, we think there's somewhere between six and 700 homes that are Category 3. Um, we, we need to deal with them iter- iteratively. We need to go to the high-risk areas first. Um, so I couldn't give you a categorical uh, decision or, or agreement that every single Category 3 home would have completed their buyout process by Christmas. So just so I understand this correctly, so far no agreement between the government and council on who picks up how much of the tab, no formula to determine the valuation of the homes and no timeline to make offers of buyouts to residents? Yes, sadly, yes, that's the position right now. And that's Auckland Council's Group Recovery Manager, Matt Tucker. It is seven minutes away from six. Kia mai, do stay with us. You're listening.